So welcome to The Cook and the Comic. I'm Paula Fung. I'm Kim Burns. And we are so lucky to be here with Sarah Fearon. She is both a comic and a real estate agent. Hello, Sarah. Hello. It's great to be with you. Sarah, I'm glad we finally got to meet. I had a really bad week last week with uh, what turned out to be an incredible case of salmonella poisoning. Oh and, God. you know, it's really interesting when going in and out of hospitals with, you know, needles stuck in your arm to the point where you finally look like a heroin addict. My apologies to heroin addicts everywhere, because it's really the most frightening journey I can possibly explain to people, including by day four of being home because you're a mom and you forget to take yourself to the hospital, hallucinations. I mean, like everything you can how possibly did, How did uh, it happen? Well, you know, you don't really know. It just came upon me where I was seized by a demon. And next thing I know, it's like whipping me across the room like this. And there is no explaining how quickly you go downhill. So this is my little PSA to everybody that it's really a very life-threatening situation when you get something like a salmonella poisoning. That's the downside. The upside is that it's a perfect crash diet for the holiday season. And so that part of it, I can highly recommend to everybody who's trying to fit into their really tight swinging London velvet pants. Oh, maybe not everybody does that, but I do. Well, I'm so. glad you're okay so far today. So far, so far today, you know, so if, the, if the screen goes blank, you'll know what happened. Okay. Anyway, we're so thrilled to have you here and we want to hear everything about uh, being the real estate agent and how that helped create, of course, you're now becoming very famous character, Snazzy Peabody. Uh, yeah, well, I was, I think I was, I mentioned to Paula recently, you know, does art imitate life or life imitates art? And it seemed like the real estate and writing and acting kind of just merge with each other. And I would always try to keep it separate. And what happened was it just started coming together. And then um, I was talking with a friend from high school, Lizzie Donahue, about a character. And really the first one we, we filmed together just kind of, uh, I brought the wig from my office. I had the wig under my desk at my what? office. Why? Why? <laughs> Why'd well, you have the wig? Oh, no, because I sketched. Snazzy actually came out of a sketch that I drew. And then I went to my hair person, Liza, and she made the wig. And then oh. we shot the first one. I just took it down near the High Line. And Lizzie Donahue and I filmed it, improv the whole thing, and then just kind of kept going with it. And it's people who are not in real estate, but also especially people who are in real estate have kind of, be, it's kind of become like a cult thing or people send it to their clients before they start the process of looking. <laughs> yeah. Be forewarned. Well, yeah. but, but we have to let our audience know that you also do stand up, which is sort of the contribution to how you ended up even being in the position to create Snazzy. Yeah, that is true. It is. Yeah. And um, uh, there was a suggestion to me, you know, I was always afraid that I get into trouble if I talk about real estate or make fun of things. And it turns out people want to hear about it. Even people who are in the business, I've been hosting our holiday parties during COVID um, uh, at work. So it's like, I, 
I don't know. Um, the thing is, Sarah, now it's just so relatable. I mean, real estate was yeah. always a thing. I used to say, you know, here in Rye, and I know you're familiar with Rye. Yes. And um, your brother's here and they're down the block from me, Steve and Maureen. But, um, but the funny thing is, I would always say, if you see two women walking on, talking on a corner, they're talking real estate. Okay. <laughs> like yeah. everybody is, is so into real estate. And especially now, that's why I think your character is great because you could be in the business. And I love that you are self-aware enough to see some of the like stereotypes of real oh, estate agents. It's crazy. It's like, it, it, there's so many of those moments that you can't make up. Like when you're it, maybe out working and you just wish you had somebody there like, does anybody hear that? Did anybody <laughs> right. Am I the only witness to this insanity? Um, I guess the, the question I have for you is, and I want to go again back to the stand-up comedy, is uh, is it easier to do stand-up comedy or to be snazzy? And I already know the answer, but I want to hear it from you. For me, it's easier to be snazzy. Of course it is. Yeah. I always, I've always found it easier to be in a character and, uh, you know, like uh, uh, being in a play, being in, in a character where stand up is, it's just you out there. So it's much, uh, a more vulnerable position, you know? Right. In addition to the fact that snazzy sort of to a degree writes herself because oh, yeah. you've developed the character character to a point where she can go in a thousand different directions. There is no end to this story. There is no end to people buying and selling real estate. I mean, you've picked the perfect thing to do where yeah. stand-up is so restrictive, in my opinion. I mean, especially with what's going on with the, the PC culture and all this sort of thing, which I find, you know, difficult. But also that uh, you have to land every single thing perfectly, whereas with a snazzy, you can be so stupid and ridiculous and it works even better. Oh yeah, and Snazzy's position is, uh, you can't cancel me because I cancel you. <laughs> she, she's so fabulous. You know what? Let's take a second to watch a clip of Snazzy and listen to her listen to her talk just that way. Okay. Everybody wants a video tour. What am I showing you? Can you see me? Where's the video tour? Where's the video tour? What are you, are you getting that? I don't know what I'm looking at. It used to be, I just needed a key. Now, I need a full production crew. What am I, Scorsese over here? No, this is beautiful. If 1930s was the Great Depression, 2020 is the Great Manic Depression. Snazzy Peabody. Nothing, I'm just meditating. No, I was med I guess I was meditating that you would call me. And mostly I've been dancing. I've been doing a lot of dancing. <laughs> All right, see, it's just too ridiculous. And what about the glasses? Oh, well, the glasses I found, you know, I found them at uh, Ricky's, that <laughs> costume hair place. And um, yeah, people are obsessed with the, the glasses. I think it was on TikTok and my nephew Owen sent it to me mentioning that it was on TikTok and all people wanted were the glasses. You know, how do I get the glasses? Um, but you know, they, they cover her eyes, which I are the window to your soul. So she's just kind of hiding out, working her, her trades, you know, selling yeah, she's everything. She's a little bit of every woman though. She really is a little bit of every woman. And yeah. I guess the glasses probably allow for that. Yeah. 
you know, yeah, and, but yeah. especially if you're familiar with like a certain like Upper East Side or a Long Island or a Queens personality. I mean, I love how that accent comes through. And yeah. for me, that's like home to me <laughs> to hear. <Yeah. clears throat> and I love, and actually, Sarah, I think it's like really evolved. Like looking back, it was one of your earlier ones when you were trying to sell the High Line. Yeah. Right. Which, which is just funny in itself because what can you not sell in, in Manhattan? <laughs> but I really feel like it's evolved like through the time into, into the pandemic that yeah. it just became, you know, even more, more relatable for more people. So how have you found, how have you found that evolution over the past bunch of years? Uh, well, it, yeah, we started with the High Line. We did an open house on the Brooklyn Bridge, which was kind of fun. <laughs> <clears throat> we did the Empire State Building. Um, And then my sister's son, Chris, went on a school trip at the Belvedere Castle in Central Park. And she said, this is really ripe for a snazzy. And so I went back to do an episode of selling the Belvedere Castle as a townhouse. Um, But also now when things pop up like Little Island off of Mm -hmm. the Hudson, you know, that would be a great spot. But also I did a show recently. at Stand Up New York, and the name will come back to me for the show. But it was a live show, and we're we're having the uh, uh, mayoral elections, and I was chiming in about the homeless uh, situation, talking as Mm -hmm. snazzy about how we should turn the vessel into studio apartments. You know, it's a a little Mm -hmm. bit more of a a political commentary. Right, you see yourself going that way? Um, well, for the live shows, it, it definitely worked. Um, so uh, the, the other question is when you're actually selling real estate, do you ever do the crossover to snazzy without realizing it? <laughs> Once in a while I've said something and I was like, oh my gosh, that was just the snazzy line. Where did that come from? But when I'm working in real estate, I keep it very separate. I don't mention it until we're at the oh, no after the closing table or, or something, because if people know that I'm quote, a comedian, I, I feel like it's setting myself up to not be taken as seriously. And I've oh, been believe me, yeah. Sarah, I have a, I have a design business and I try to keep it separate also because it's like, oh, your house. Oh my God. It's hilarious. Your house. (laughs) You know, it's, it's the same thing. It's sort of like, no, no, I'm taking this job very seriously. That's a separate, that's a separate thing. I mean, there are other people who I'm, uh, I've been acquainted with who came to, I did a different show called 2B as in an apartment number or to be or not. Uh, Right. The snazzy-esque character. Um, but people have come to that show and then they remember, oh, right, let me give you a call. Uh, or, the, you know, they call me, hey, I was thinking of getting a pied a for my son or something. And it really like shouldn't matter. They, they should want to hang out with somebody who does real estate who who's also kind of fun. Right. And just I don't take myself too seriously. All the time. Or otherwise you would be snazzy. So talk about that one woman show. So Players Theater and Friars Club. That to be um, the Players Theater downtown on McDougal Street always has a, a, a playwrights and development. So to be um, is a, is a really an agent who's in the lobby of a co-op 
trying to get past the doorman to do the final walkthrough. And she's sort of stuck there. And it's basically um, Sally Apthorpe Belvedere is her name, speaking to the doorman. And all the things about this, the real estate world come out. And um, uh, it's hopefully, it has humor, but it has a little more uh, gravitas. Um, and I just, you know, I've always had a conflict about the prices of real estate versus the state of the city. And hopefully we can bring together, uh, um, you know, the, 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 the difference of, of uh, people who, who are struggling for housing and other people who are paying $250 million on 57th street. Yeah. Uh, And as, as you know, as well as anybody, it's only getting worse. Uh, Can we talk a little bit about ladies of laughter because you and I are both fans of Peggy Boyce and I would love to hear about, so the the video and then what you've got coming up um, in the Miranek at the Emelin theater. Yes. So Peggy Boyce, um, is just wonderful in this organization, Ladies of Laughter. This year, the I think was the first time they incorporated video into the competition. So I think you're uh, right. Yeah, Snazzy was a finalist in the competition, and um, so coming up uh, early next year, there's a show at the Emlyn, and there's going to be a lineup of. Um, a handful of performers. I think they also have a show coming up December 1st. They do. I think um, um, Ophira is in that. Ophira Eisenberg is a friend. Yeah. 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 So I think it's emlin.org that has all the performances listed. That's right. Well, Paul and I will be at your show. All right. Can't wait to see you at the Emlyn. I can't wait. Um, Sarah, I had a couple questions about um, the, the, um, you have involved the Irish American writers. Oh, yes. Yes. Right. Yeah, and I think that, um, I mean, for some of the, like the Irish authors, like they're really like so wonderful in many ways because they have a different way of looking looking at the world, which is sometimes in almost like, I don't want to say like a depressive state, but I feel like the Irish in Ireland are like not really um, known for seeing the bright side of things. Right. So right. Um, so I think it's, I think that's really cool. Like tell us a little bit about, you know, the, the Irish connection to the comedy. Yeah, it's, well, the, this group is called the Irish American Writers and Artists, and their website is iamwa.org. And it was started probably about a dozen years ago, and you don't have to be Irish to be a part of it. Um, Malachi McCourt is one of the founders, and Peter Quinn. And- that person's Irish. Yeah, it's a very uh, welcoming organization, and we have salons twice a month. So... Mm-hmm whether you're a published author or you've just written your first few words of anything it's a welcoming salon and you sign up online um and we would we just did our first event back in person that was exciting we had a music uh performance and um yeah i mean i really i've brought a few things to this group and that gave, it, it's such a welcoming environment that I'm not worried about, there's no critiquing afterwards. You just put your material out there and then talk to people afterwards 
Um, What's the site again, Sierra? It's IAMWA.org. It's Irish American writers and artists. And if, and you, and people join, it's a, it's a, it's a low membership. Um, it's, um, and we're having a party uh, this December 14th at the Ellington, if you're a member. So oh, I'm going to be a member all of a sudden. And uh, actually, my, my middle name is Madden, so I kind of count. I can yeah. count. Absolutely. No, it's, yeah. a, it's a great group. And we just support each other. And, and, and we give, they've given the Frank McCourt scholarship. Um, we, we work with a lot of other organizations to support artists and people who need some support. That is great. Along with, uh, let me give a shout out to Read 650 Voices. And yeah. I know that you participated in something um, at Carnegie Hall. Why don't we talk quickly about that before we wrap yeah. up? Well, Ed McCann is the organizer. Love Ed. Yeah, Paula, Paula, you've done a read. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Paula knows. Paula knows. Yes, yeah. So it's uh, this particular episode was, you know, you write a five minute story or 650 words. Right. And this happened to be uh, Voices of Hope in connection with Carnegie Hall. So um, the story that I wrote happened just kind of right after doing a real estate appointment, finding something. Um, I found like a little bag of jewels that some somebody meant to give away, you know, and I tracked them down. I thought I was on my own episode of Law and Order and they were like, no, I meant to give it. And um, it was really nice to be a part of that. And they do uh, readings all of the time. And they had one outdoors not too long ago uh, with Brian Park, uh, you know, with yeah. the library. So that is a great organization. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Ed was in attendance at Paula's fantastic Rye Literary Festival. Oh, okay. Yeah. And he's often at the Rights and Bites, um, which Sarah's so pleased that you participated in. It was a super yes. fun night. So oh, it's was great so to see you fun. there too. It was beautiful. That library is gorgeous. Yeah. And yeah. It was really artwork, fun. The artwork was lovely that was in the yeah, library. Yeah. 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 I know there's a lot of talented people around here. Yeah. We're glad that you're going to be in the neighborhood soon at the Emmeline Theater. Yes. And we will be there to see you. And we'll also be there on 1214 at the Ellington after having signed up today. Yeah. True Irishman. They'll have music and we may start doing some salons at this location. Yay. It's um, fun. That's really fun. Um, yeah. Yeah, that, Paul and I've been doing this our whole life, so it's just <laughs> wonderful to think of any new avenues that are open. And as you were saying, it's about the people. You go in; they're not critical. They're they're opening your life to another chapter, and it's so fantastic. But Sarah, thank you so much for joining us today. Thanks for having me. Thanks for having me. All okay, right, we well, loved it. All right, it's the cook in the comments saying goodbye. Okay, take care of yourself. Bye. Bye, Sarah. Bye.